I lost my dog, I lost my mind, no lie, I'm really lost inside I can get it back in blood, but still I can't get back the time Hey, fuck that humble shit, let's go, you know I'm spazzing out by mine I got Dolph looking down on me, I know that nigga proud hey, we, yeah. we back in it mm-hmm. for another season Another one. For one season That's another three, one bitch. The next season, yeah. this season three, man So this gonna make episode 21 for y'all we back in the lab with uh just a little more than the last time. Mm-hmm. Hey, bro, how y'all been, man? Mm. Bros. Yeah. Can't as y'all it. as y'all can see, we, we got our boy back this season. What's up with you? What's man, K Dog. K Dog is back What's in the lab with, with the game. He a little shy. What's up with you? Oh man, he did get hell. No, no, bro, I ain't hot to hurt. Hey, yo, at no, least he owned up to it. Yeah, hey, like, weird on the night. Kevin, hey, we glad to have you for real, for real. Shit, bro, what y'all been on since the last episode, bro? Working yeah. to the bag, bro. I nigga juice. I nigga juice left the state. What? Oh yeah, that nigga did get out the state. <laughs> hell yeah, man. Clap he it went up, outside of two eighty five, bro. Hell yeah, oh, yeah clap it up. My boy left the phone, phone. <laughs> oh my god! Back, back story on that, man. Hey, the boy Jew, born and raised in Covington, he never left a day in his life, man. Oh but even when we went to school, this nigga took virtual college. Like he was doing virtual shit way before everybody. Before this shit got cool, you know what I'm saying? So he went out of state this week. I think he, uh, what you took, Alabama? Or hey, bro, when did you go, bro? For real, for real. This weekend, this past weekend. This past oh, weekend. Oh, where you, where you went? Orlando. Though? Orlando. Hey, my one state. Oh, there we go. I just went to Alabama. I was about to go. <laughs> hey, yo, my boy went to Disney World, bro. Shouts out That's to him. Step, I know that nigga seen them palm trees. He was. How was it, bro? Hell yeah, it was great, man. It was great. It was amazing. That shit look. That shit look peaceful. You went to Disney World for real. <clears throat> nah, we were just doing sightseeing and other shit around it. How you go to Orlando, bro? And y'all ain't even. Y'all, did y'all go to Islands of Adventure? Did y'all do anything? Nah. Uh, okay. nah. Just chilling, bro. What you mean? Yeah, bro. Dude, we try to go down there and ride a motherfucking uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> God damn. Hey. I just want to relax and peaceful. You know what I mean? Hey, let's my boy. Explain to the people what relaxing is. Relaxing means, bro, you just. Just really soak in the moment, bro. You put the phone down, put the phone on D and D, and just relax, bro. I understand all of that, but I'm like, you can't That's put the phone right. on D and D, but can't go out and explore, them, boy. Yeah, we can, but like I said, we we got to ride the motherfucking lightning. We ride the Disney park. Teach him how to get his trips up to first. Hey, bro. I'm just I'm just saying, hey, bro. The the trip expert. That need going vacations go crazy. We just, I'm just, hey, yo, bro. I'm just glad that Didn't you even had a good time. with the governor of the state and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> all I'm saying, bro, is that when I go on vacation, I just like to change my policy, you know. <laughs> Tell him, bro. Tell him, bro. What you be on? Hey, man, oh, bro. <laughs> you go out of town, man. You just, you try to, I, I'm like one of those types of people where I go out of town. I like mm. to see, like, what the locals be on. Yeah. You know, like restaurants, okay. stuff that ain't commercial. You know, yeah. but then you want to have the sightseeing joints in there too. So you want to okay. want to go that do that too. So, like I said, I just when I go on vacation, I like to live it up. That's all I'm saying. Not that you want to be a better man. That ain't no shade towards judo, bro. Because like you said, if you relax and oh, you nah, put that that's, shit on t-shirt, bro. That's all it is. Yeah. Seize, Seize the day. 
mm-hmm. be good to just like I just gotta get them. I see gotta see what the nightlife like one time. Awesome. Gotta get gotta get some good eats. Oh yeah. What else? Man, food. I think food food be hard to give it. I like the shop. I, I like the shop in like other other state and other, you know, on vacation and shit like that. Come back with you gotta come back with like a souvenir for somebody mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you gotta and you gotta get like some the fashion just be different everywhere, so it'd be some good shit. Straight up, bro, that's law. You can't go to, like, if you go to New Orleans and you still eating McDonald's, there's something wrong with you, my boy. I'm so. What? I mean, you, okay, yeah. You right, you right. No, nah, that's right. facts. No, you can't. I, I, that's right. one thing. When I don't that's eat right. nothing, I know already. Like, unless, you know, it's like everything Some closed. Quick, it's the whole meal. Over. Yeah, but yeah. otherwise, I'm always, no matter when I'm out, like, in another place visiting, bro, I'm going to eat something that, that ain't where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's not uh, local shit. Do you got some even with that, some I don't like people on get basic shit on the menu. Uh, <laughs> don't, bro, don't, even entertain, don't even entertain that bullshit, bro. Do you got some pizza with some tomatoes on it, bro? Bro, don't even entertain that bullshit. Keep going. There you go. Saying, there you go. There Would you be ordering off the menu to get out? If I'm ordering something off the menu, it's not going to be chicken, nuggets, and fries. That's why I hate that That's shit. Too. That's too. As long as we go into a place, <laughs> just because we go into a different place, you get must have different sauce. Nah, don't this get nigga the same thing. This nigga has never seen me eat chicken to the day of his life. What <laughs> so is this nigga talking about? Hey, but you know what? That's a little bit of logic there, my boy. This nigga swear he had If that yeah, restaurant... Like, uh, if that restaurant... Chick-fil-A. Nah, for real, bro. If that restaurant nigga, can't do chicken 16, tenders, right? Nigga, you think I got shit to right now. Nah, but for real, though. If a restaurant can't do chicken about. tenders right, bro, that's not a restaurant you need to be eating at, my boy. Straight up. <laughs> nah. You go out, you hey, took a girl out on a date, dog, and she got some chicken tenders, uh, fries. <laughs> got to leave that hood up. Why? What you did, bro. Why? That's I feel like that's she just being conscious for your pockets, bro. Because yeah, I'm not ain't running, bro. You not taking nobody out that you can't afford to have a nice dinner with. Exactly. They just can't like, afford. What are you something. talking about? Yeah. If like, she can't like, afford to eat something that ain't on the kids menu, bro. Yeah, we, yeah, be, we have <laughs> a different conversation. Yeah, we having different uh, conversation. Oh my god, bro! So y'all ain't taking out a girl yeah. that getting chicken tenders and macaroni and cheese at her side? Never bro? in my life have I. That's wasting my money. Never. I'm not gonna say never in my life have I. I had to be busting. <laughs> I y'all done it. That's how I know I don't like it. What if she got that Gog Gog three thousand? Well, them girls like that never have that. Shout out whatever you want. Matter of fact, eat more. This nigga's a fur. What the fuck are you talking about? Hey, bro. I'm just. So that just I nigga just. Threw, that's a whole curveball. No, hey, bro. That's. I'm just telling you. I'm just. I'm figuring oh, I like. Chicken to this whole kid in? Like, what? I mean, I'm just saying, bro. I just needed to see where the gang's lines was at, bro. Because. This nigga talking about. I'm just. I'm just trying to understand what folks' boundaries at is all. That's all I'm saying, bro. Nah, we ain't cutting them off in the, over the chicken tennis, bro. Yeah. Like, what's okay. I'm finna cook her ass, though. <laughs> like, little ass. Bro, if you take your girl, regardless of what she's doing, she, you take your girl to Ruth Chris and she get uh, a, some chicken tenders and a basket of french fry with some barbecue sauce <laughs> and a Sprite, no ice. What? What's <laughs> cultured swine. <laughs> That's exactly is, what's happening. Why is this nigga describing that shit like that? <laughs> <laughs> no, bro, if you go like that's what I'm saying, Some bro. If you go like, no ice. Oh my god. That's if the devil's you... favorite lunch. <laughs> oh. Now, if you go to Ruth Chris, bro, you gotta definitely get yourself a filet mignon. Definitely get that shit medium oh, yeah, well. 
We don't we don't all do right, well right. here, bro. Okay, we don't, we don't. I ain't cap. I'm not getting no filet me on them bitches. We be as hell. Be little. It depends on what size you get, bro. If the eight ounce, yeah, that shit gonna be little. But if you get that shit above an eight ounce, oh, that shit is that shit right. That be be like a little a little biscuit size. Hey man, get that with some get with some seafood mac and cheese and some asparagus. Tenderloin. You could stand potatoes. Anyway, shit, that that low key, that low key bring us right into what we're gonna be talking about today, bro. Cause episode one of season three, we talking about we talking about how the game getting old, man. So just to jump, just to jump right into this shit, man. So clearly, clearly, we reached the point in our life where we we just coming into we coming into adulthood, right? Yeah. All right. So when did we get here, bro? When did when did we yeah when did we wake up and realize like oh like fuck nigga we we in here you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like I I don't know, bro. I feel like we got to that point. I think after we got college out of college, at least for me, I say I got to that point when I got out of college and I got my first full time job. I think that's where I really realized, like, okay, bro, like, training wheels off. Like, ain't nobody coming to rescue me. Like, if I can't have money to yep. support my lifestyle, then you know, that's it. Yeah, that's going to be it. You know, that's just yeah. my perspective on it. Yeah, it hit me. With, oh, no, go ahead. Yeah, it hit me when, like, when I realized I really, really couldn't do shit without money. Like, when I when the nigga was broke, like you didn't pay bills and shit and rent all your money dry, bro. Mm-hmm. You ain't like and you're not on no college campus no more. You can't just go next door and go have fun for free. Like, bro, you gotta go out somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I realized like without that money in your in your bank account, bro, it's things you don't even think about no more. You don't even think about that shit no more. You be like, shit, I guess I'm just watch T V. Shit, and just eat, I guess, if we even got food in the fridge. Like, <laughs> that's when I realized the nigga was really grown when the decisions got like that. And, um, yep. and you can't just ask your mama for money no more. Yep. And even if you, nah, you just not. I'm not doing that shit. I feel like <laughs> when you realize that $100 for adults is like a dollar when you were a kid, that's when you really came into Hell yeah. Time, bro. Hell yeah. That shit real. The money, the money shit. The money shit probably the biggest thing, bro, but. When I started paying my own phone, when my mama started paying my phone bill, my mama started paying my insurance. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, nigga, nigga, you out here. When you paying rent, that, I think that's it, honestly. Oh, yeah, when I started that's paying, paying rent, when I started paying my own bills, bro, <laughs> all my crazy. own bills, like, <laughs> nah, my mom, she had a nigga locked in for a little while. I can't even count. <laughs> but I wish, I wish Man. my mom couldn't wait, but she snipped everything on. Like clockwork, soon as you graduate from high school, I think you, you know what I'm saying. Like, ain't giving you no more money. Like, I say definitely college take you off everything. Like, credit card, all the all the loans. Bro, it was loans. I didn't even know I had. Nigga, I really had no idea about my loans while I was in college. Oh no, bro! Like, I I got some, but I don't know how these bitches getting paid. You know, I knew she had to be handling it when I graduated, bro. And I saw that, I was like, oh fuck! (laughs) I shouldn't have blew them refunds, bro. Hey man, like I actually, if I could do college again, probably one of the things I would have did is like they tell you when you're in college that that's the time if you got like a federal work study job or something to pay the interest down on your loans while you're in college, so that more of the money that when you get out of college goes towards your principal. So if there's one thing I would do again, 
that's probably the thing I would re rerun it back. But I definitely agree with Nam. Yeah. I think when yeah, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't thinking about that shit. I was not at all. <laughs> not at all. Graduate. And the worst part about it is, bro, really is didn't that understand like interest rate. Like, yeah, they understood it, but the worst part about it is, bro, like the financial aid counselors that we had, and this is why I think this kind of goes back to something we talked about, like this season about like financial literacy. Like, bro, like financial literacy we is a lot more. Counselors at Mercer, bro, I did not know. <laughs> on soul, bro, like because like financial literacy is more than just paying your bills on time, bro. Financial literacy is more than freaking paying your bills on time, bro. And I think that that's, I feel like in many ways, that's one of the things that I learned when I came out of school, like things like making a budget, seeing how much disposable income I had versus my overhead expenses. Like these were things that like, I feel like when I started making a budget and realizing, okay, I got X amount of dollars after all my bills are paid for a month. And this is what I got to work with. That's when I really started realizing, like, nah, man, bro, like, I'm really an adult. I got a grocery shop. I got to cook for myself. Yeah, like, when, when, you, when, you, when you start looking at your bank statements and being like, bro, I spent $300 First, going out you, eating. And get mad at yourself, bro. Bro, you'd be like, bro, I had food at the house. Piss. What was I doing? <laughs> bro, I seen some shit. I seen some shit where somebody said money management is mindset management. Also, yeah. It's impulse yeah. control, bro. It's yeah. it's it's the ability to look at something and say, you know, it's convenient for me to go to Wendy's and get a four by four or four for four. It is less convenient for me to come home, meal prep for the week. But the amount of money I save in a week by meal prepping, that should have probably saved me to where like that three hundred I spent in a month, I could roll that into savings, and after four months, that's twelve hundred dollars. So for like we talking about earlier for a vacation, that's enough for me and. You know, my old lady to roll down wherever we want to roll, and we could have a really good time off of twelve hundred. You know what I'm saying? Like, but those are the types of things you're not really thinking about in the moment. You just lazy. I don't want to cook. I don't want to, you know, shoot. I don't want to hang my own TV. So I'm gonna pay this dude 120 to do it instead of going and learning no how to do it yourself. <laughs> no you know I'm, I'm gonna do it yourself. <laughs> yeah, oh but I'm, you switching for, like, for shit like that? Oh god, fuck no. Yeah, because you I mean, need to be fixed. It's either yeah. if I can't figure out how to do it on YouTube or figure out how to do it on Google, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a nigga rig that shit. Nah, I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to fuck it up more no before like, I get it fixed. No electrical shit. That's the only thing I'm not touching. Yeah, that's uh, that electrical uh, code yeah. stuff is different, bro. Like when you, like if you got to replace like a oh, ceiling fan in, in a room. I'm in an apartment right now, so that, that shit don't even, that ain't my responsibility. Somebody getting paid for that. But I'm going to tell you, bro, like, even as living in an apartment as long as I have, bro, the maintenance folks sometimes be moving a little bit sluggish. So, like, if you in your apartment, you yeah. like, damn, bro, like, I don't got light in my bedroom because I'm waiting on the supers to come through and handle this shit. It's like, do I take that risk? And like you said, be a do-it-yourselfer and try I to figure it out. I just got that shit like a month ago, bro. <laughs> yeah, if I live in an apartment, shit be weird as hell. You go in your room mm -hmm. late at night, turn, turn the light on, shit, dark as fuck. Mm -hmm. I was just dealing mm -hmm. with that. It's just so inconvenient, bro. And yeah. that's that's why I said, man, like, I feel like adulting is when you realize that I feel like you get to the point of, like, because Nam's point, he was saying a lot of females or a lot of women, excuse me, that he's been talking to have been speaking on they grown. I feel like you're not grown until niggas you... Too. Niggas too. Yeah, nigga. Niggas yeah, like, like both, like, gender agnostic. Right. Niggas and women. I would say that if you're not grown until you get to that point, you low-key be looking like, damn, I don't know how to wire up a ceiling fan. 
But shit, if that gonna save me about four hundred dollars this month, shit, I'm gonna be on YouTube studying like a damn mug to try to figure out how to replace this shit. Like I feel like because you understand that your other resources and your other money is tied up in other places. I think that's really adulthood when you realize that your money is tied up in a whole bunch of other places and you can't, it's not as simple as your folks is paying your bills. So all the money that you take home is your money and you can spend that the way you want to. I think that's when you realize you've grown. Yeah. I can go for that. I can go for that because I realized realized I was grown when I started thinking about like future shit, like Mm. what kind of father I'm going to be. Or mm-hmm. if I want to get married, what kind of husband I'm gonna be? Generational wealth. Damn, that's so that's scary, bro. Yeah, it's scary than a bitch, but then it's intriguing. Like it make you want to go get it. Like, yeah, it's some powerful shit, but it'll make you think. So, shit. I mean, a lot of the key words I've been pulling in because this is this adult shit. I think for me, it it's not. It's it's never to me been an age thing because I know niggas who've grown. I know niggas who old as fuck, who still, you know, still chilling at their parents' crib, who still, you know, financially dependent, mm-hmm. you know, accountable, uh, you know, all that shit. And so I, I, I would never say, I would never say being grown or being an adult is something that, something that you can uh, attribute to age, you know. Or some shit like that. It, it's got to be a state of mind. It's got to be a state of mind. A thousand percent. If you're yeah. ass in the head, then I mean, you, you're they're, not grown. You're not an adult. There are grown children in the world, bro. Also, big yeah, big ass kids, big ass kids. Bro, I feel like Ronta, you talked about that last time when you was talking about your job. You was talking about dudes that's like so tied to their profession and they've been working twenty years, but they ain't have no upward mobility at all. Like, but they like clinging onto their job so hard. Because they haven't really had any idea about like advancing themselves or doing anything else than what they've been doing. But some, some people that should come about because they don't really have to, you know. Don't nobody push them out there to make them do shit like that. So mm-hmm. therefore, they don't know who's supposed know to push you. You grown, bro. Like yeah, yeah. That's, this that's shit, bro. You supposed, supposed to have that drive. Yeah, like you can literally do whatever you want to in this world, bro. Literally, mm-hmm. it's just what like that corny ass saying. Anything you put your mind to. That shit's so true now. Like, that's oh, yeah. so true, bro. <laughs> Definitely. All it does is take, all it do is take effort, effort all you have to discipline, do is and patience. That's it. That's it. All you got to do is get up and do it. That shit's so fucking crazy. And it almost, it almost make me, it almost make me upset with you because anytime you're ever just sitting around, like sitting relaxed and chilling, you're constantly burdened by the thought that, nigga, you could be doing something. Like, yeah, you, you could be. Bad. You you could be doing this or this or that. You could be like, nigga can't ever relax and just chill. But like, bro, like, <laughs> yeah, you could be doing something. No chill. That's what made me get into meditation, bro. Because I was having like hell anxiety before for a while. Because like, you know, it just be so much shit to worry about, bro. Between your responsibilities that you got because of bills and loans and and credit cards and mm-hmm. and all kinds of you know your job and that shit you can't mm-hmm. even avoid. But then on top of that, you got your you got shit you dream about doing, shit you want to do, and shit you 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 know you shit on your bucket list, people you want to be yeah. like, and it's just so much shit to balance, bro. So your mind just be and so I know I was dealing with that for a minute, bro. I literally couldn't sit still because I sit and I just be like, fuck, now I gotta go be doing something. But 
Right. Especially because we're still in that weird, like, like that awkward developmental stage in our lives where we still, we still kind of at that, we on the cusp of adulthood where we yeah, still like we got still, so much, yeah, yeah, so much, got so much shit to do, so much shit to learn yeah. in order for us to actually be able to transition fully yeah. into like a static, you know, or, or a more, you know, regulatory state uh, of adulthood, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of our lives are still unstable. But. I don't know. I was going to kind of pull a little bit more on what Ronte said because I feel like that's a feeling a lot of people, at least in our age bracket right now, are kind of feeling in a sense to where you look at what other people are doing, their accomplishments, where they're at. Like, let's say, like, we, oh, yeah. like, me oh, and yeah. age of other folks on this pod right now is what, like, between 27, 28, you know. So when you see, like, on Instagram, like, man, like, my homie just bought a house. But you yeah. still chilling in an apartment. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, so I guess I kind of want to pull on what Ronte said because he was saying he uses meditation. But I think to expand that point a little bit more, do y'all feel like that subliminal pressure a little bit? Like, I should be here by this right. chronological age instead of, you know, like, hey, yo, I'm running my race. I'm doing my thing. I'm working the plan. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I, I wanted to kind of ask that to the group. Like, do y'all feel that pressure? You know, so, to be a certain place. Yes and no. So, of course. Of course. Go ahead first. You can go ahead, dog. Uh, I say ahead. yes because it's, of course, like you said, we see shit like that. And no, because <laughs> as we're working on ourselves, I feel like everybody's getting stronger. We're at that age, too, where we developing our confidence. Like, I kind of adult swagger about ourselves. Mm. So, it's kind of like we know in our mind it's going to happen when we want it to happen at our own rate. But we still see that shit. That's why I say yes and no. I dig that. Yeah, so social media definitely play a huge part on that, bro. Like, I know for me, like myself, like with like you see people because social media, you can see and try and emulate people. You know, like how we were talking about, you got so many decisions, bro. It's, it's something you could, something else you could be doing at any moment. You know what I'm saying? If you just choose, so you can go do that thing, and that could be your your new passion or whatever. But you see stuff on social. And it makes you, you, you got to make a decision. And when you get into a lane and you see people in that same lane as you, in that same profession or same, you know, same, in, and they take selling. off in that shit yeah. and start yeah, <laughs> selling and making money in it, you start like, that's when your insecurities and shit can set it, settle in. That's what it really comes down to at the end. Because at the end of the day, bro, it's, it's your own race and you control everything in your time. You know what I'm saying? Like you can think of any, you can think of a thousand moments throughout your day, throughout your week where you was wasting time, bullshit, and doing stuff that wasn't on the path towards that 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 goal you got. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't towards your purpose. So you can't be hating on the next man, but like, it definitely gets you in situations where you'd be like, fuck, bro. Like, I know for me, right, like with trading, I, be, I see niggas who trade, they don't have a job. My thing is I always blame my job. I'm like, damn, this nigga taking off, bro. Like, shout out to my Vic. Shout out to Tez and them, because they got on the forex and shit same time I did. But them niggas went full time, full in it, like 10 toes, no job. I remember Vic, a job as an electrical engineer, bro. And they was working there maybe like six months, maybe a year. Quit that bit, went full time trading, then got blew up. So shout out to my boy. But like when I see him taking off, like that, I'm like, damn, bro, if I ain't have my job, a nigga could be right there with me. I try to keep my patience because at the same time, it's like, it's shit he probably dealing with that I'm not dealing with because I took this path, you know, like. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the shit that always can calm you down. Is like, bro, it might be some they might be excelling in this, but it's shit that you got to work on and skills you developed that they didn't get a chance to, and shit you chances that they didn't. So that's why it's all a different. You know, we all got our own race, bro. Yeah, it's important to shit. It's important to keep shit like that in mind when you're running your own race because a lot of times you can get caught up. Like you said, you can get caught up in seeing other people do certain things, but I also feel like that stuff is important. Like uh, that's one thing I can I can say I really appreciate social media for because it kind of keep you on your toes, bro. It, it don't really allow you to be complacent. So when you see everybody around you, or when you see people around you, especially like once they say in your field doing getting their shit together, you you can never be comfortable with just just sitting on your ass. Right. Yeah, it, it it'll never feel good because you so, you seeing too like what it can get you like the life exactly. you could be living. It's yeah. the shit that you want for real, but you waste little time in the day doing bullshit, bro, and shit that's not towards the goal. So, man. But I think the sobering part of it too is that you also <laughs> got to understand that social media is like a showcase of accomplishments, right? So you don't always know the type of stuff that goes on behind the scenes for them to get to the place that they at. So although they're appreciating and they're experiencing all the success that they're having, and shouts out to them because again, some people are a little bit more transparent about their life than others, but I always feel like you gotta, you have to temper it. And I think Ronte kind of touched on this too. You know, you're developing and you're growing in your career path and your journey is not somebody else's. So yeah, I may see one of my homies going and flying to Bali and doing great stuff, but I don't know what allows him to get there. Maybe it's his job. Maybe it's people that he knows. Maybe it's people he's connected to. It ain't going to disrespect his hustle because, I mean, shoot, you in Bali, I'm not. Right. But it's at the same time, I think that it's important that, to your point, um, it can keep you on track, but I think it could also overwhelm you. And it's, it's, it's kind of like if you see somebody else buy a house, but you know you're not in a position to buy one, I think the the way you could go overboard is you like, well, shoot, such and such is my same age and they bought a house. Well, shoot, I need to go ahead and go buy me a house too. But it's like, is it financially a good decision for you to make right now to get a house? Because if you're trying to go for your PhD and your earnings might be in flux, that might not be something that you need to do at that point in time. It doesn't mean you're too bad. It just might mean an apartment gives you an opportunity to build and grow towards your dream. And then when you get done with all of that, then a house is potentially on the table for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I think it's important just to, to be humbled in that as well, you know, to understand that that's just because you see other people doing great stuff. It's great to see that and to motivate yourself. But mm. grass, grass is always green on the other side. But you don't know what it for took sure, to get that sure. grass to get there. For sure, for sure. For me, like, I've been through hell straight because at this age, with all we trying to accomplish and you think about all that shit, it make you suicidal for real. Yeah. Oh, easy. easy. Oh, yeah. Like, like we, when you coming up, when you coming up and you see all this shit going on around, you see people killing themselves and you see people going through all these like manic episodes and depression and all this stuff. And you kind of wonder like, oh, life not that bad or life can't be that bad. When you start growing up and like you, <laughs> and you get like immersed in everything going on around you and not only are we living our own lives, but all the bullshit that's going on around us in the world, bro. Like, you start to understand, I guess, like, to empathize with people and, and be like, yo, I, I, I get it. I get it. Like, 
Facts. Hell yeah. I read this book. That says I'm not saying kill yourself. Yeah, I'm not saying kill yourself at all. Like I'm not saying that like that's something. But that's something that's appropriate at all. But uh, but I mean, you 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 feel for for how people reach certain points in their lives. You know what I'm saying? And make decisions they make. Right. Right. What was you saying, dog? Oh, I was saying. I read this book that life was a dream, right? And that's even about getting older. The way if I was younger and I would have read that, I would have just been, all right, life is a dream. Of course, I would have comprehended it, but I wouldn't have thought about it as much. If life really is a dream, that means this motherfucker's out here really going through nightmares every fucking day. And we'll never know that shit till we really talk to him. So it's kind of made me have more compassion for for more people as I get older, but even with that being said, it kind of have me less tolerance for bullshit <laughs> as I'm getting older. No cap, I feel like that's also a part of adulthood too. You you have a sense of self worth, so you ain't really trying to deal with situations that don't appreciate you for where you are, whether right. that's relationships, mm-hmm. whether that's jobs. That's one, that? of lessons. that's one of them lessons you got to learn early in order to make it. You know? Yeah, I think, yeah, because I think that's really, really important because it gets to like prioritization. So, like, as we get older, really start to dictate or really start to understand, like, okay, what do I really have time and energy to dictate my time and energy to to be right. able to get myself where I want to be? If you own this type of time, I can't roll with you no more. Like, I'm sorry, we're right. moving. And I think that really kind of speaks to what you were just talking about for real. Like that's yeah. just like a lesson that you learn as we move into like now nah, I'm saying like this on the cusp we're like pre adults like I was telling right. you the other day like someone said like there really needs to be like a term or a phrase from that age of like twenty six to like thirty two because it's like a second puberty like we're learning like a whole host of new life lessons all at once. Expound on that though, Jew. Like what? Like what's a lesson that you feel like for yourself? What's a lesson that you mm-hmm. feel that you've learned during that time? Uh, it being able to differentiate between wants and needs. Um, that's heavy. I feel like <laughs> that's heavy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like like before we reached the stage where we're at now, oftentimes we would confuse uh, wants with needs. Like I, I feel like I need this thing, but I really don't, and we would make irrational decisions. But for the most part, when we were in our college years. We had a safety net. So, like, if we made that irrational decision, it was straight. Mm -hmm. And now, like, you make it out here, and it's like, whoa. Mm -hmm. Find yourself on the block. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was almost almost short this month. I may not need to go out and do four drinks now. I I just maybe need to do two. Like, you start to learn that shit, and, like, all that shit comes together, bro. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think, I think that. I agree that there's some learning that happens when you, and I say, I feel like it happens that first year when you're just independently by yourself, because then you start to figure out what type of life you want to have. Like, if you want to be that type of guy that, you know, my pops and island folks that I used to grow up with back in the day used to call it flash in the pan. Like, Mm -hmm. you want to be that dude that always coming in looking icy and stuff, but you skating on the edge with your budget every month. It's like, yeah, you look cool, but really, what are you doing for yourself? Like, you got to understand that there's more than, it's more than what you have right now. There's a tomorrow. 
And if you ain't preparing for that tomorrow today, then it's it's gonna be really it's gonna be a rude awakening for you when you get to that point where like I heard somebody once, a mentor of mine once said that, you know, you know, like twenty like fifty year old you should be thanking twenty year old you for the decisions that you made. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's there is a lot of gravity in that because it's like whether you invest in a 401k, whether you invest invest in a Roth, whether you, you know, you're just making smart decisions for you. Like, bro, if I'm making a hundred thousand dollars a year, I yeah, I make a hundred thousand dollars a year, but I shouldn't be out buying a ninety thousand dollar car because that's almost close to I mean basically ninety percent of my income. You shouldn't be out here doing that because who are you trying to impress? And I think that's I say for me, that's a lesson that I learned. In, in my mid-20s, it's like, bro, these people that are out here be dapping you up like in college, yo, bro, there's some fresh-ass sneakers. Or, hey, yo, bro, you pushing that Benz, that's dope. It's like, bro, them compliments wear off because them notes be hitting. <laughs> and if you ain't really ready to afford them notes, it's like, yeah, you look cool, but in a sense, you financially stupid because it's like you you spending all this money to maintain an image of what? And maintain an image that you balling? Or are you willing to put in that work to where when you hit 30, 40, 50, and you're talking about getting out the workforce and you could take a trip to Bali, that's when you're really balling. Because you ain't a slave to your nine to five anymore. You're not living pay to check to paycheck. You do the things like put aside Talk money um, for yeah, your emergency going funds. Off right now. I mean, I'm <laughs> just saying that like these yeah, are I things. Heard that 40 year old shit down, bro. <laughs> I mean, I mean, for, for sure. I mean, I feel like when you when you get to that age where you're talking about retiring, bro. You really want want to make sure that twenty year old you and thirty year old you was putting in that work, so that the bag that you accumulate when you fifty and sixty, that's really the type of time that you want. Because like I said, bro, these folks that's dapping you up, telling you that's a nice business, be the same people be talking about you. Damn, bro, they foreclosed on his house. Damn, bro, they repo his car because you was trying to maintain an image. It's like, bro, we don't be doing that stuff for these folks out here, bro. Don't don't be don't maintain it. Don't present an image that you can't maintain. <laughs> Women say that shit all the time when, when we dating them, right? They say, don't introduce me to a vibe that you can't maintain. Well, in your personal life, I'm just telling you, bro. Like, this nigga watched the Tyler Perry movies. I'm just saying, bro. Gabriel, you even said that shit. I'm just being real with you, bro. Like, the same way that a woman would tell you, don't introduce yourself. Don't introduce her to a vibe that you can't maintain. Don't introduce yourself to a vibe you know financially you can't maintain. If you know you can't afford no $60,000 car, don't go out there and afford that shit, bro. That's what that that. social media, that's what that social media be fucking people up. Be fucking our generation up. Honestly, that shit been happening, but but that's the shit that's be fucking people up. Because it be be, be making you feel like like you got to keep up. And you do that by breaking your own bank, bro. Mm-hmm. But one thing I one thing I will say is that like what you said, like prioritizing wants versus needs and shit like that. That's one of them things. That's one of them things I can't say. Like our parents was trying to teach us from a young age, because there are, there were a lot of things. Not a, a lot of things that I, now that I'm here, now that I'm here at this at this state where I'm a little more dependent or I'm a little I'm on my own, that I can look back on certain things that. My parents told me or certain lessons that my parents tried to teach me that just that just generally just make more sense now where I'm just like, okay, 
cool. I understand that. But then, then there's, I just, I just wasn't prepared for it. But like, <laughs> shit, and I was like, like, fuck, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm supposed to do? <laughs> and so, I, that was, that was the next thing I was going to ask y'all. Like, what, what did y'all feel like y'all were prepared for when y'all got here? And what shit were y'all just kind of like, mm, I don't know, kind of had to sit down and still Sac- think about right now. I feel like Sac- I was prepared for failure, mm, but I got, but when you get too prepared for failure, you just mm-hmm. expect it. Yeah, too, bro. Expected. So, yeah. I didn't know that you had to have balance in that, and that fucked me up. Mm. Yeah, because you can prepare for failure, so that so you know how to do it. But you you still don't need to be comfortable with it. Yo. So do you want to? So so Nam, when you say don't be comfortable with it, are you saying don't be cool with failing, or because I feel like you gotta still be able to understand, like when things don't go your way. You can't throw your hands up and just be like, man, fuck it. I can't do nothing right. Like, I feel like you got to have right. a sense of, I guess, persistence. I guess that's the best word I could think of right now. Sense of persistence as far as going after your goals and what you want to do. So would you say knowing how it's to just, cope with failure? just not allowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't fail and just not and just allow it to overcome you. Right, Reach right. this okay. point where you're like, that's okay. So yeah, so when you reach this point where you just like, okay, can't do anything else. I tried it, I tried it, and I couldn't do it. So there are some people who who have who just reach that point and just like, fuck it. I mean, either they regress or they just stay where they at. And that's what I'm saying. But you can't be comfortable. You can't be comfortable in that state. After yeah. you okay. after you fail, you have to be you have to be at a point where it's like, okay, what did I do wrong? What do I need to do next? And I think adulthood, adulthood is one, recognizing failure, and then two, recognizing that or you need to take a step forward to move uh, to, to to move past it, to move past that failure in order to achieve its success. Sense. Like what what did I do wrong? What do I need to do so that I can move forward? I think shit like you know, shit like sports and shit te- teach us stuff like that. Where people compete in different in different areas and throughout their life. So I mean that shit. You know, you can apply, you know, spelling bees and you know mock trial and shit like that. You can just apply. It. You can apply to certain situations in life when you fail. Like, I know, I know. For me personally, there there are months when you come up short. You know what I'm saying? Where you don't budget well and shit, shit goes out of hand, and you have to pull. You know what I'm saying? Pull funds out your savings or pull shit. You know what I'm saying? And move funds around. And I know how that feels. I know how like diminishing. You definitely harder than stuff. Yeah, you how are yourself. it is. Yeah. And 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 rather than just being like, ah, oh, fuck, and, and and either like going back to my mom or something like that. Because that's one thing, that's just one thing I have not been able to do, bro. And I and part of me part of me because I know my parents, I know my parents are there for me. And I know that if I if I really, really need something that I, I probably could go to them and ask for the help, but my pride, but my pride just won't fucking let me do it. But like I it's that lying in you. I don't want my I don't want my mom to see. I don't want my mom and my dad to see me to even know. Right. <laughs> that I'm out here and I'm not doing I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not making the right decisions for myself. 
So I lived my I mean, car before that happened. Oh so, no, I feel like I feel like now I'm hitting on something here though, bro. Like he's saying he's saying it's a pride thing, but no, it's it's a thing. It's you gotta do that, bro. Like you, you gotta do. be like that because if you can't, yeah. you you can't keep sucking on the titty, bro, and depending on them, bro. Like, you're not going to grow and then and get to where you really want to go. You know what I'm saying? It's all about character development, and that's why I was, there there are points in your life where you do truly reach failure, and where and I'd say that it 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 be it be out of your control, and shit like that. But there are points in your life where you do come up short, and this this is one thing I want my kids to know also. Uh, that there are going to be points in your life where you do genuinely need help. When you give it, you giving it all that you got, and you just need an extra push. You need something on there, but pride just want to be to be dependent, and 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 that that I guess to. to to a point could to an extent can be problematic but i mean shit, what was you saying Walter? i'm just saying like like if you got it you gotta you call it a pride thing but it, like pride would make it sound almost as if it's a, a hindrance you know what i'm saying like as if it's bad like you shouldn't be probable okay. about that okay, type of decision but to me there are people there are people who hurt themselves first before they ask for help yeah, I don't think yeah, it's no. hurting before it, it's different. See, like that's different, like because we just talking about like financial shit. Like that's okay. that's because okay. yeah, yeah. like when you take the blame on that, you know what I'm saying? That's just all your own personal self. It's not like you're in a situation. It depends, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're in a situation where you really ain't like it's not it's, you doing everything you can do, bro. You ain't making no mistakes, and you still can't make it. You know what I'm saying? You still keep coming on up short. Like them times happen, bro. You just got to keep pushing and like keep your head up, but with times like when you know you you can it's when you come to you know it's just you mismanaging shit you know what i'm saying and you being yeah. frivolous and you making immature decisions like yeah. you can't go ask your mama and nobody yeah. for that like that's different bro yeah. that's, that's yeah. you got to take you got to pull the thumb on that and just be like and really face the mirror like bro what are you doing like why do you keep doing this you know what i'm saying or and even before that you got to know what do you want for real like do you want to keep living like this yes no you know what i'm saying because some people get into mm-hmm. like tough situations like like hard times and some people just like just lay down bro they just be like damn bro i give yeah. up bro like defeat some defeat, people and just yeah like that's the craziest thing about life to me this shit really like a game like it's not yeah. a game because you can die bro and you can be done about this you sure. can be gone but at the same time it is a game because strategy bro like your bitch a certain way. bro like you exactly. gotta pass these levels bro it's your choice whether you want to just stay on the same level or you want to make it to the end. You want to win at life. Like, life is a game. You can win at this shit for real, bro. You can do yeah. whatever. You, it, you can get so rich that you can literally do whatever the fuck you want to do. When you want to do it. Mm-hmm. How you want to do it. All that. No rules. You know what I'm saying? Even evade the law. You can win at this life shit. But some people just give up and be like, damn, bro. This shit been bad so long, bro. I just, yeah. I'm good, bro. I'm, I'm, just, I'm cool. I'm comfortable here. I'm going to just kick it right here. Yeah. But, like. You can't like why do that, bro? Like as a kid, I like I feel like we life weigh us down and they kill the dreams we had as children, bro. Like I always try to keep myself take myself back into like that Youth childish mindset. mental, you know what I'm saying? We like where's no limits. No limits. I don't know no 
I don't know failure, bro. Like I, I don't know being held back. I'm invincible. You know what I'm saying? When you kids, you invincible, bro. You think yeah, you see shit on TV, you just be like, I'm good. Like mentally, that shit wouldn't strong, hurt me, bro. When that you're nine, hurt me. when you're nine years old, bro, you literally thought you could do anything. Like you was hell bent on, like, yeah, bro. I'm 16, nigga. I'm gonna be in the yeah, NBA. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. you, there was no fear. There was no fear. You didn't, you didn't yeah. know. You didn't yeah. know about the what you call it the dangers and shit that was out there. I mean. Your reality yet hadn't your reality hadn't been fully developed yet, you know. Yeah, but and I feel like see, with that same time though, like don't let reality put limits on your life. Like you run into this shit, bro, and you just keep going. You can pass everything, bro. I feel, that's that's, real. I feel like you can get through everything and accomplish anything you want to for real, bro. Like, oh God, I'm ready yeah, to shut down. Yeah, reality is set in on you. <laughs> <laughs> reality is set in on you, bro. And you'll realize, like, oh damn, I can't just. I can't just get rich that easy, like that quick. Or I can't just go do this and, and it's not that easy. Like it's some roadblocks, but every roadblock you can pass, every one of them. Every single one. And my favorite quote is but you've you've uh when it's like you feel like you down in the dumps and shit, like worst day ever, this is the worst time of your life. Always think, bro, you've made it through every worst day so far. Mm-hmm. You just yeah. keep going after that. <laughs> Up to this point, bro. There's been another point in time where you said, Bro, I don't know how I'm gonna get through it. And um, one way or another, shit. you got through because you are where you are right now. You're not dealing with it no more. I ain't gonna so cap, bro. You like that mindset, you gonna be straight. I ain't gonna cap, bro. Like one of the things I hated hearing when I was growing up was like, reality is you can't. It's like, well, no, bro. Like your reality what? is that you can't. Like I used to, like I hate when people try to project. Like, like I mean, but I'm saying, bro. Like this is a thing that happens a lot. Like some people will project their failure onto you. Like, you know, yeah, and they I try to say, like, I heard that. I yeah, that yeah, like some people will say yeah. stuff to you. Like, they'll be like, man, like, well, I don't understand why you want to do this. You're good enough here. Why do you want more? Oh, or, or like, you know, like some people. And that's why I say, bro, like, in a sense, you have to be protective also of your dreams, too, because you got to yes, be sir. protective of the fact that there's some people Shit, sometimes, who, but. I'm all the time, really. I guard that shit with my life. Yeah, like, it's like because you know, there's some folks out here that will talk to you. And because they don't see a way for it to happen, they will try to tell you that they'll try you're to dumb. use. You're dumb for what you're doing. Exactly. Or they'll what try to thinking? get other people, like the preponderance of other opinions, then will come to you and be like, well, yeah, since these 10 people don't understand how you're going to be able to achieve what you want to achieve, then therefore it's not achievable. And that to me is the stupidest shit ever because it's like, asking for random it's some real hating yeah. shit. It's some real um, hating shit. It, sometimes it's not a hating thing though, bro. Because even family members and people that love you can do that same thing. Like it's what it come down to is like people dates. A lot of times it's people older than you, or no, not even like, most. Most of the time it's really people older than you. You know what I'm saying? If it's people that's around the same age as you and had the same opportunity, yeah, they hating. But, but older no, people. A lot of times they'll put limits on you just because they've experienced it and they've tried things and they failed and, and they don't realize one life changes around you. Yeah, you mm-hmm. couldn't you couldn't sell we legally back then, but we can now. Shit is shit is legalized. You know what I mean? Like you could yeah, you had to stay at a job for twenty years or thirty years and then retire. We ain't got to do that no more. But things have changed, so they they don't understand. So some people are projected on you just because they want to protect you. Like they they felt that hurt from that failure and they're like, man, I don't want you to feel that. But see, here's my thing about that, though, Ronte. I I understand that psychology, but here's my thing. Like, I'm the type of person where I want to do. Like, if I can't, if Tafuri can't get it done for Tafuri, then I'm going to be like, okay, cool. Well, whatever steps I made, I wasn't able to reach my goal. 
but never in my life have I ever said because another person told me, well, they couldn't do it. So so why can't I do it? But let me ask you this then. Have if you could be as honest as possible or recall, do you think you've ever told somebody to not do something because you like it's it's an easier way to do another to do something or because I tried it this way and it's not you know what I'm saying? I know a better way. I'll answer honestly in the sense where I have that's advice, I, bro. That's, that's, I've I've given see, that, that's advice. What, sometimes but, people's insecurities come out as advice, bro. Yeah, so I'll give a perfect example. I've had a mm. someone that came to me with the someone came to me with the opportunity and they were just like, yo, I can do this, I can do that. And because like they were trying to work out of the state, and I was saying, like, okay, you're gonna work out of the state. How exactly are you going to make like what's your delta going to be between what you're making versus what it costs for you to live in that state? And in my mind, I thought like, yo, I'm giving them solid advice. Um, I've lived in other states. I've worked in other states. I've had to pay taxes in two different states as a non-resident of the state I was working in versus Georgia, where I actually live and you know work. But the reality of it was, was that I had to take a step back and be like, you know what? It's not my place to tell you why your plan can't work. You may have thought of something. There might be an opportunity that allows you that I'm not aware of. And because I understand that, I have to be able to say, hey, this was my experience, but I'm going to still support you and I'm going to still let you know, like, yo, I, I got your back and I hope it works out for you. And I feel like a lot of OGs don't do that. Some of them will do what you're talking about, Ronte, what they'll say, because I've been jaded by failure and not reaching the things I wanted to reach. Mm -hmm. I'm going to project that onto you. And I feel like in my soul, that's not fair. As because, advice. Yeah, uh, as advice. Yeah. And and when you okay, challenge okay, them, okay. and when you challenge them, it's like you're being obstinate or you're not listening. And it's like, no, bro, it's not that I'm not listening. It's that I feel like I have a plan that can break through. It's like no different than shooting sports. We down by seven. And I'm like, bro, I think I got a play that can get us in the end zone. If somebody on the sidelines telling me, hey, bro, that plan ain't never going to work because we ran this plan that was similar to your plan and it ain't going to work. Yeah. It's like, OK, bro. So we so we just supposed to what? Just submit to the fact that we going to lose or we going to go down swinging. And that's just been my attitude. It's like I refuse to allow other people's reality to be projected upon to me and told me that's going to be my destiny. It's like, yeah. no, nah, bro. That's that's, like, not, that's not how we all I'm saying. All I'm saying is everybody has done it, and a lot of time, majority, a lot of times, people don't mean no harm by it. Sometimes they just think it's the better way or advice for you. But so, like, why even let that shit get to you, bro? Like that shit don't mean nothing to me. Like, cause you, cause once you understand that some people, like, it's just it happens. Like people gonna always do that. We're guilty of the same thing, maybe to a lesser degree, but like you can't let that shit phase you at all, bro. Like. I think it's just I think it's just I feel like and maybe I'm wrong for believing this and maybe this is a part of adulting that I'm still learning. I just feel like people that are that much down the line than me, they understand the impact of others telling them what they couldn't achieve. So for them, when they give advice, they may tell you this is my experience, but I'm expecting you to uplift me and say this was my experience. But you seem like a smart young man or young woman. and You're doing great things for yourself. And I think that you're gonna be able to break through. And you I, and up. I you yeah, and then as soon as you said expect, yeah, and, and, and have yeah, no expectations yeah. for nobody to do nothing. Yeah, and yeah. I guess I guess maybe you're that's yourself out of other people. I guess it's maybe just the maturity to understand that even though I experienced something that may not have been positive for me, it shouldn't have been the same. It, it doesn't mean that that's gonna seal your fate, and that's how it's gonna be for you. But you're right; expectations are definitely 
um things that can get you messed up for real for real. I just think it's just some haters out there. Plumbling, it ain't even gotta be no reason. For sure. They ain't gotta be doing it sure. subconsciously. They this, just pure fuck soul. That, that's exactly what I was about to say too, because we were talking about well, I was asking about what sort of things that what sort of things we weren't prepared for when we when we got here. And because because honestly, I mean it's some it's some shit that just you can't really be prepared for, some shit that you gotta just get here and experience. And I think one thing for me that I felt like I just weren't prepared for is that there are there are people out here who just generally don't give a fuck about you, bro. Like straight up, like yeah. <laughs> when they just don't care. Like you don't matter. It's, it's coming up. I, at least at least for me, I felt like there was always somebody around me, someone. Who I, someone who I could reach out to, or someone, someone around me who who could, who could, uh, you know, provide some sort of help or some sort of advice or some sort of, you know, anything that, that could help move me forward. If somebody I could reach out to that, that could help me, you know, get where I needed to go or get what I needed. There are times, bro. I think in adulthood, this is this is just something that for me, I just I really had to had to wrap my mind around. Like there are some people who just don't give a fuck about what you got going on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like what yeah, you're doing or what, where, where you're trying to go, what you're trying to do. And in that state, in that state, it's easy for you to just feel, you know, feel like feel like you alone or feel like you know what I'm saying. Uh, you know, you're doing something wrong or the way you live in your life is wrong because don't nobody around you want to help you. But in that state, you really just gotta understand, bro. Like. Everybody trying to get their everybody trying to get their own, you know what I'm saying? Everybody out here is trying to succeed. Everybody out here is trying to achieve. And there are gonna be some places where you just you get in places where everybody's got their eye on the same thing. Everybody trying to get ahead. So you say nothing that you weren't prepared for the competition. Puffery? Yo, I was gonna say yeah. I mean you yeah, can, you, you can say yeah. that too. Yeah, you yeah. can say that too. Competition. What, what Dot said? Like I mean, when I say competition, I guess it's just when everybody is looking like it's like you said, everybody's on the same goal or the track to reach that same goal. It's like, yo, it's every man for themselves. Like, yeah, I could, you know, you might have missed that briefing. Yeah, you might have missed this briefing. Everybody's trying to get their own, you know. Everybody's in their own lane, trying to achieve, trying to provide for themselves, you know, for their family, for the people they care about. So uh, you you'll reach places you'll reach point points in life where you people who ain't got no interest in helping you advance to get to you know achieving what you're trying to do, and and then we got to be able to like excel in, in places in, in spaces like that. I feel like there's balance in that though, bro. I feel like you don't have to you don't have to be cutthroat to still get where you got to get, and some people feel that way. I I feel like there's some people that feel like I got to get mine. What you mean when you say cutthroat? So there's some people I feel like who say, I'm going to go get my own. But if there's yeah. a person that looks like they might get a little bit ahead of them, they low key doing stuff to try to make sure that they don't get ahead of them. Like it's like a crabs in a barrel type of mentality. Some shite shit. No, I'm just, I'm going to be, no, I'm going to be real with you. So, you know, obviously I know. There are some people like that for sure, for sure. Like it ain't about me getting ahead. Or if I feel like I can't get ahead, and I'm telling you, bro, there's 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 some personalities out there that are like that. 
There are personalities I've yeah, seen that, yeah, that will do that. Yeah, that shit easy to peep though. You step on mm. <laughs> Yeah, I was more so saying that like healthy competition is we both going for the same job, but it's like I'm not going in there and let's say I know stuff about you personally and during my interview I'm dishing dirt on you because I feel like that's gonna give me a better opportunity to get me in the door. I saw these two dudes, I didn't know them. They were in my same major school. And when they were talking to this recruiter, this one dude literally said, I have a better grade than him in microelectronics. Literally, like, like with a straight face, said, I got a better grade than him. He doesn't understand this stuff. And this is what this position pitch, requires. That, that was pitch. in his pit. Like, that was in his pit. That was in his elevator pitch, bro. And like, and literally the dude is, Taking like he's like he's doing interview like literally on his spot interviews for two people at the same time, and I remember I saw that joint yes. and I said, "Bro, if my record don't speak for itself that you don't want to hire me, then that's not the job for me. Like I can never be that type of person. I'm never gonna sink to the point to where I'm a cut. Come I'm a next, cut your man. Knee. Yeah, I'm not gonna cut your knees out from under you to get that type of opportunity, yeah, no. bro. I wouldn't so even feel. Was it I wouldn't even feel like, like how many spots was it? No, I mean, it, you got to think it's a Tesla internship, bro, and they're going on a nationwide tour. So you got to know that there's probably of all the schools that they go to, Caltech, you know, freaking, you know, Texas Tech, Purdue, all the powerhouse schools, Georgia Tech, FSU, all the places that they go around the country, they're recruiting probably close to 10,000 kids for maybe 12 slots. So... And you got to remember, these are like the cream of the crop engineering students. So it's not a really a whole lot that's separating one person from another. Maybe it's an yeah. internship. Maybe it's a concentration. Yeah, but, but for the most part, it. everybody should look the same. Yeah, and, so and, and, it's, and it's 12 slots. I'm not going to lie to you. I ain't going to lie to you. You would have sold them if it's 12 slots and I didn't work hard for my accomplishments and these motherfuckers had the same opportunity yeah. right and I know yeah. I got the advantage, thank you, Ross, with they shoes off on bring that. <laughs> I'm I'm feel like you got to be that selfish. Like, now, don't, 12 slots? Now, don't hear me. Now, don't hear I'm me, saying, dog, saying that. I'm saying I'm going like, to open the door for 11 people and be like, oh, I'm going to be the 12th person. No, I'm going to be trying to be slot one through 11. You know, because I ain't trying to be the last one selected, but I'm just saying that the way I'm going to get to my slot ain't going to be down as somebody else. Yeah. Because my thing is, is that I feel like in a sense, if my record don't speak for itself, then I'm better than you. Then that's yeah. that's, just, that's just another conversation. But yeah. I, I think but I, I guess I was more so aligning with what Nam was saying about understanding that there are people out here that will literally do that. They will take a <laughs> out of context conversation with you. You'd be like. Bro, man, I don't like this job, bro. Like, or I don't like this part about this job. And then they know performance reviews are coming up. And they know that y'all both going for the same promotion. And they'll go into that interview. And it's, remind, mind you, it's confidential. So you won't know who said what about you. But they'll come in there and say, yeah, man, you know, no, I don't really like this position like that for X, Y, and Z reason. But I don't mind that. And if no, I'm put in a supervisory position, and I mean, but I'm saying, bro, like there are a lot of people who feel like, you can trust folks and be honest. That's why I say, bro, I don't air dirty laundry about my job with people I work with, bro. If you talk to me while I'm on the clock, I love my job. I love everything yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, nah, yeah, because sure, they use that sure. shit against you. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, because, and that's an adulting. That, that's another adulting. You got to learn how to read the room, bro. You got to understand it's a jungle out that's here. That's a good one. That's <laughs> a good one. You got you to gotta understand that confidential conversations ain't always confidential, bro. Yeah, Some wrong. people will use that joint against you. Yeah, yeah, when we get to this level, bro, you have to be 
you got to be hella adaptive. I think that was the thing that I wasn't really prepared for, how adaptable you got to be. So, like, some shit happened on the work life, you got to adapt to that shit in the home life and vice versa. So, I thought mm-hmm. that was probably the number one thing that I... Lipping I mean, switches all day. Got to turn this all shit day. Turn this All shit day. On. You got to go to plan B, you got to go to plan C, D. Like, that was the one shit I won't really prepare yeah. for, but it's a lesson learned. Mm-hmm. But I feel like and some that, of these lessons that you ain't going to get. Yeah, that adaptation shit is some is something that that a lot of people learn the hard way, bro. You find yourself in situations that you're not prepared for, or that you haven't adapted well to, and I mean, shit, you get cut. You know what I'm saying? Or or you 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 don't know how to operate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> you gotta so, get that pivot move. Got easy. to. Easy. Got what they to. say? Uh, fucking what they call it? Cold switching. Yeah, yeah. I'll be. A, Bro, you gotta you, <laughs> no, gotta, I, you gotta wear you gotta wear a different hat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And, mm-hmm. and, and you gotta be comfortable. And you gotta be functional. You know what I'm saying. Facts. Like, you I can't look like you gotta do that again in my life. With code switching? Yeah. Why not? And I what think not real shit. I think I took a hit for it recently. I tell y'all that shit after this shit though. But i told myself i'm gonna try to never do that shit. like i seen this interview with jay-z and i know he's jay-z i know he can afford to do this shit. but he said like one of his best pleasures yeah, <laughs> yeah one of his best pleasures out of life is he has enough money he has enough wealth that he can walk in the room and be himself yeah. no matter what i i, I think i saw that interview I know you saw that's that. dope mm-hmm. yeah, i love that bro that's trying to get you them know, goals bro that's a different really? type of yeah. goal. That's dope. Being able to just walk in that space and just nigga, this me, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> while I'm at it, while I'm at it, yeah. Fuck that you got going on. And more like, likely than not, when he walk into the room, them people need something from him. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah. Thanks. They cold switching. Okay. Mm-hmm. They cold switching. Yeah. Yo, Mr. Really? Steve. Give me some dab, bro. Yeah, what's up, yeah. man? Dab. No cap, dude. Man, I love I'm those twists. Are those box braids? Like, what's going on up there? Oh, we are young, black, intelligent, intelligent males. They need something from us. True, uh, true. I mean. Yeah, I understand that, too. Once we realize that it, that's when we take off. Yeah, bro. You know, you know, you made it when you can walk into the meeting with Jordans on and jeans and a t-shirt, and everybody else in there dressed in business professional. That's when you made it. You can, you can come as you are, bro. As a matter of fact, that's when you're running shit. Matter of fact, you can come in there in pajama pants and slides and a t-shirt. Hey, I got. I know. I got one for the question. I wanted to go back to the question about like um, what we weren't prepared for going in adulthood. Mm -hmm. One for my for me was uh, I wasn't prepared. For planning, I didn't realize how much yeah, m- that's better you could manage your Ooh. time and how much that's more productive, girl. like just effective girl, you bro. are when you when you plan your week out for real, bro. Like when yeah. you really, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, I, I personally, week, I like your day, it's your hour, bro. Every second of your day matters. That ass, y'all remember I sent that matters. y'all that uh that PDF, bro, that of that yeah. shit where you could time out every hour of your day. Yeah. yeah shit crazy bro if you really do it bro you'll it's you'll you'll be so proud of yourself like you'll be like damn i got hella shit done and then that's the moment you'll realize why wow, i've been wasting fuck ton of money like some a fuck ton of time bro just bullshitting doing all kinds of shit because when you really do that for you 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 everything you you said you needed to do in the day bro and it just make you realize like 
shit make feel, you realize how much time you wasted. And I was that shit be feeling that, good bro. when you be checking off your checklist, bro. I make I don't, mm-hmm. I don't got into the habit of making a checklist for the day, bro. If I'm able to go through and check my shit off, bro, oh, that's the best feeling ever, bro. Like yeah. top tier. I can definitely say my mom. My mama did a good job, bro. She prepared me for most of all this shit, bro. Like the adapting shit, not giving mm-hmm. fuck about you know like. Like pe- that, people don't give a fuck. Like everybody kind of just out for themselves, and like mm-hmm. um, the money management. She was working at a bank, so she was always talking about saving money. So I was pretty decent with that too. Mm-hmm. With that planning shit, like I'm looking back on it, I couldn't like. I mean, I ain't saying like I, I could ask her for anything more, but I'm like, damn, she never did really ask me like, what's your plan for the week or your plan, you know, for the day or whatever like that. But sometimes, but I know she did ask me like. Um, anytime I would fuck up real bad, bro, especially when I got it, like, you know, when the nigga got evicted and all that shit, bro, and the nigga was down bad for real. Yeah. That's when she really asked me, like, what's your plan? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's your plan? And she, and she just leave me alone for a while. Let me try and figure it out myself. And of course she'll try and, you know, throw her son, throw some, she, of course she's going to try and help and think for me because she's my mom, but for the most part, she would just kind of hear my plan. I was like, okay, cool. And well, I can, you could try this out. You know what I'm saying? She helped me. Where it filled in the gaps, but the parents, that planning shit, boy. I think parents are good on decisions. You know, you wanted to make you do shit for yourself, but that just doing that whole hands off approach and just sitting back and watching. You know, just saying, watch, let you cook. Like that's some shit that that's some shit they struggle doing. But that's when we learn. Mm-hmm. Experience when you throw us out. To make decisions on our own, yep. and, and actually reason through what needs to be done and what's the best thing that needs what needs what needs to happen here, what needs to happen there, what's the best thing. That's when we learn the most. Experience is the best teacher, my lady. Yep, always. always Somebody yep. can explain to you yep. how to drive all day until you get this behind the wheel and drive that shit yourself. That's when you really learn. Exactly. So, so this is something I was thinking about the other day because uh, you remember how like when we graduated high school and the niggas who went to college, you know, we went off to college, but some people didn't go. And I don't know what y'all, but like, it's a couple friends I lost because they got insecure about themselves not going to college. Like, they thought that, like, niggas was, you know, like, now we can't hang out every day and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. in school for a whole semester. Yeah. I don't I'm not talking to you as much because yeah. it is busy and I'm meeting new people. So, like, they they kind of yeah. got to the point, like, damn, oh, you too smart for a nigga now. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga ain't go yeah. to college. And so the shit kind of fell out, right? What's funny is, now in today time like today and looking back in hindsight i kind of envy them bro i would i slick sometimes think i'd be like damn college um kind of like uh coddled us or whatever you know what i'm saying like that shit kept us just like in this little this little safe space you know what i'm saying like where you can do shit with our money when we when we jumped out the house and we got to college we thought being grown you know being adult being grown up was running to the liquor store you know what i'm saying Getting out there, getting on the block and partying, staying out. That's what we thought. Okay, now, now I'm growing up. You know, I'm growing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that yeah. that was our that was our that was our perspective on you know being grown and being growing up. It wasn't it wasn't paying bills and shit like that. We still hadn't been introduced to that shit yet. I will say, bro, like if I could have did college again, to Jew's point, I would have did the I would have went the military route. Um. <laughs> And I mean, but but I'm gonna tell you, but I'm gonna tell you, but I'm gonna tell you why, bro. But I'm gonna tell you why because really the whole situation to me about the way that you beat college 
is if you come out with as little loans as possible. That's how you beat college. Because my thing is, is when people used to present the idea of loans to me when I was in school, they always made it seem like it was an investment. They ain't wrong, sure. but it's like, but it's an investment with debt I'm saddled with when I come out of school. So yeah, bro, I, mean, I have you, to hope that, bro. Yeah. I'm, you get scholarships. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I mean but it, it starts way before it starts way before you even get into college, bro. But even, but even to that point about scholarships, bro. Like just like we talked about, it's competitive for jobs. It's even more competitive for scholarships because it's about yeah. being need based. It's about so everybody's a good do? student, you know, coming <laughs> so out of school. Do? So yeah. I mean, but I'm saying that if if I can give Uncle Sam two to three years like life after I get out of school and the military pays for when I graduate, I'm debt free. I don't owe anybody anything except for time in the military where I could work in my field and get experience and do the things I want to do. Bro, that's how you beat college. Because when you get out, now is a situation where your career is really your own. The money and the paychecks that you bring in, that's your money. You're not yeah. giving that money to anybody else. And I think that in capitalism, that's like when we talk about how banks make money off of us through interest. We talk about the cycle of financing. When you finance cars, you finance houses, you finance rings, you finance everything in this world. Banks are making money off of you because with the time value of money and the amortization of interest, that's how that's how banks continuously stay in business. People think banks stay in business because you put your money with them. No, bro, they're making they're living off of interest. And when you live off of interest, that's one of those types like of things. Yeah, they living off your savings account. Like I listened to this um, Instagram video where a dude was talking about he only gave his kids credit cards, and he explained why because it's like, yeah. bro, why would you? Why would you? If yeah, credit is the most that's something I think I'll do with my kids. Yeah, if, hard. yeah, but like, but, if he, but he, when he explained it, he said, "Why would I pay things with a debit card when I have a card exists that's zero liability? So if somebody steals it." steals my identity and steals my card and does all this other type of stuff, I'm okay. Like I have zero liability. The The credit card company is going to reimburse me. On top of that, we have FICO scores. FICO scores are the main things that lenders use to borrow or to lend out money to people. So if I'm paying my rent using credit and I'm paying that down every month, I'm increasing my credit, which is the literacy that's needed to be able to pay cars, homes, or large expenses. Why would, why would I, why would I be, why would I pay? Pe <laughs> why would I give people my debit card when my credit card could be the thing that increases my credit score? And if I manage it appropriately, by the time I get out of school, if I'm like spending, like if I'm paying, like you know, all of my bills based off a of credit card, and the military comes behind and pays my tuition, that means when I get out of school, I'm close to a seven fifty eight hundred credit score, and that's gonna net me low interest when I'm talking about going and buying a house or buying a car. But these are the right. lessons that folks ain't really talking to us about. And that's why I say, like, financial yeah, literacy is I mean, so, A lot of yeah, times, like, our, our mean, parents don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they don't, they don't yeah. know. And I'm going to be real, like, I've been to the military. They're not teaching that shit in the military, dog. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> they're not. They're not. They're, just, they're leaving people out to draw the same as anybody else. It's still a job. Yeah. They just get you... <laughs> they get you accustomed to being a slave. No, no disrespect to nobody. I mean, you're speaking real. I mean, in a sense, it's like, yeah, you're serving your country, but it's like, all I know is that part of what I've learned to being an adult, bro, and what I'm going to pass on to my kids, I think now I kind of touched on this earlier, is I'm going to teach them financial literacy. 
we getting credit cards out in your name when you go to school. So bro. It's, it's so like important. we we're that doing shit, things that's, like budgeting. That shit it's like what Ronte said, but how we beat the game, honestly. Yeah. That I mean, what I just said, bro. Like that's how you beat the game. You can't invest if you don't have disposable income. What depletes disposable income? Bills, loans, mm-hmm. other things in your life that are overhead expenses. That's what depletes disposable income. And people think the answer is to make more money, bro. No. The answer is when you make more money, you spend at the level that you were at before. Yeah, you, you got spend your more too. Yeah, you spend more too. You know what I'm saying? But these are things that, like, until you touch six figures, until you touch more than six figures, these are things that you you learn. You learn how to budget. You learn how to manage. You learn how to prioritize. Like like how Jew was talking about. I think it was either Jew when he was talking about learning wants versus needs. Understand it. If I have a goal and I want to buy this four hundred thousand house, I need to be putting down at least three percent when we go to do this down payment. Not because I understand that that's just what I should do. It's because that's going to allow me to shrink my payments every month, and that's going to help me quickly own this thing so that I'm not paying on this until I'm sixty, seventy years old. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like these are the types of things that, like I said, bro, like. I mean, no disrespect to my parents because I understand that they were middle class employees and they were doing the things that they needed to do to put food on the table, put stuff in my mouth. And I will forever be thankful for them for that. But I'm saying that when you start to understand this game and you understand how capitalism really works, shit makes you mad, bro. It really makes you upset because you're like, because you're like, man, I'm giving my hard earned money to people that are lining their own pockets. Why am I doing that? And I know a lot of people hear this and they probably be like, oh, man, this nigga about to go on some Forex or some type of be your own boss type shit. But I'm for real. If you really understand how capitalism in this society works, it should make you upset. It really should, because you start to see how you are financing folks taking trips to Cabo while you sitting over here barely trying to put a budget together in your own crib about how you're going to pay all your debtors off. And that's that's why I said, bro, is. Adulting is about understanding responsibility. It's about taking ownership for what you do and understanding that like you can't you can't roll around here and be like, oh, I didn't know any better. Well shit. A lot of us didn't know certain things, but there's the internet, there's, there's YouTube. No there's no there's yeah, not an excuse anymore. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like you there are ways that you can get ahead of this curve, bro. And if you're not really committed to doing it, if you're content with the life that you're living and you're paying people's debts and you you're paying your debts and that's one level of existence. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get to that level to myself where it's like, bro, I don't owe nobody no money. My money is Tafuri's money, not anybody else's. That's that to me is where you're free. When you can look at your bank account and say, I make three thousand dollars every two weeks. That is my three thousand dollars net after taxes. Ain't nobody coming and sticking their hand in my pot. That's that's when I feel like you made it, bro. That that's really when I feel like you made it. For real, for real. For real. I feel that. That's real. Ooh. My boy had to let it out. For, I mean, I'm telling <laughs> this you, bro. Is, like, this shit is, this is, <laughs> yeah. this is heavy, bro. Yeah, it's deep. You can like, make $200,000 a year, bro, and be spending almost close to half of that on living expenses. Easily. Financing. Easily. Yeah. Okay. So you got to get some assets. My boy said I'm assets to pay your bills. Mm-hmm. But you just have to be able to, you just have to understand how to live within your means, bro. So, like, Again, uh, I forgot who said it, but like college kind of coddles you. Like, for the most part, it has this pretty much set structure to where the going rate for this is this. This costs this. You pay this at the top or the end of the semester, 
and you go to your classes, everyone around you, a community of 10,000 people have the same exact priorities as you. Nigga, that's not how you learn about life. When you're mm-hmm. out in life, bro, people have different competing comp- priorities. So how you may view one situation, the next man may not. But when you're in college, everyone's, for the most part, they priority, like somebody said, is to get in there and graduate. So with that, bro, you have essentially a lot of like-minded thinking individuals, which is good like on a mental state in terms of you, you feel better, but you're not going to really grow like that as much as you think you will. Nope. That's why you don't hit that second period until you get out of college. You're around people that got different shit going on. Families, no families, divorce, trying to get a better job. They hate their job. Nigga, college, everyone, for the most part, got the same mindset. Mm-hmm. And you don't develop like that. You Well, you do when you're just like just new college experiences. But as a person, you don't develop as much as you do until you get out to the real world, which is why you have that second puberty of like, whoa, hold on. Like, this is life. Like. This is it. Like I can do whatever. It ain't no. All right, I I work essentially from August to May with a one work. Like it's different, bro. That's kind of what I was saying earlier, bro. This this adulting shit is a mindset. College. Yep. I mean, if you enter, if you if you go into college with the right with the right set of mind, I mean, there's some advantages you can gain or so you can learn early on. Uh, I mean, so you your classes your classes. Are basically like jobs. So I'm saying, and and you're going and you're learning, and your learning is your investment into your ability to make money in the future. So I right. mean, I mean, it's it's really all you, how you learn, how you uh, how you look at it, I guess, or how you how you think about it. But that mindset is going to always be what is your line between uh, adulthood and 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 being a and being a child straight up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I'm. I'm the biggest part of this adulting thing. I think for me is is like the, the decision making, bro. The accountability, the dependence. I mean, so I I, I ask y'all this. And this is probably gonna be one of the, uh, probably one of the last couple questions before we get up out of here. Uh, so where y'all feel like y'all at on this timeline? I know we talked about. We talked about this a little bit earlier. We kind of we we in our mid to late twenties now. Where is this? Where is it set on the timeline? I'm. We still young, but I feel like right now, for the most part, you should be really pretty much preparing for your next ten years. Yep, I agree with that. Starting right now, you should basically pretty much prepare for what you're trying to do and what you need to do. To get where you want to be at by the age of forty. So, like, what are your next ten years? That's gonna be these next ten years are gonna be a lot of growth, a lot. Gotta be. Mm-hmm. Probably the largest of our life. Yep. This is the five to thirty-five. Yeah, this is gonna be the time, folks. You know, get married, start. Yep. You know, really families, family kids. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everything. Buying first houses. Yes, that shit about scary to y'all, bro. Like, it is, bro, but it's going to happen over the next 10 years, bro. I mean, it's but don't think of it like this. But don't think of it like this. Think of it like this, though, Don. Think of your last 10 years. Think of how much shit you have accomplished from age 16 to now. 16, Crazy. that's your junior year in high school. Crazy. When you were 16, everything that you was dreaming of, you're currently doing right now, living in your own, own job, buying your own shit. That's what you was wanting to do in jun- your junior year in high school. So why is it not attainable for your next two years to be what you thought 
don't think is possible right now. Yeah, bro, it's definitely think about that shit, bro. That's no, that's fucking that's insane to think about, bro. But when you were 16, our goal was I just want to live my own. I want to do what the fuck I want to do because we were at that age of being 18. We feel like we was grown. Bro, I can't wait. Get out, do what I want to do. Buy my own, whatever I want to do. But 10 years later, you're we're there. And that felt like a dream 10 years ago. We want to be back in the crib. Stupid ass, boy. Now, 10 years later, bro, don't doubt yourself. 10 years later, bro, house, Um, family, or about to start a family, or having an eye on who you want to start a family with, all that's about to happen in the next 10 years, bro. And this, I feel like, is going to be our last big growth. And by that time, by the time you're 36, you're going to pretty much be who you're going to be as an adult. For the rest of your life. Yeah, so be, next be the years, person you're gonna be for the rest of your life. This by the time you hit about forty, that's that's you. For so, the most part, that's not. I had I had too. seen some I had seen some on uh, Instagram where a dude was like, "The look at the last two to three years and what you did, and that's that's what got you where you are today. Like that's you yep. know what I'm saying. Like that's the Oof, stuff that that's directly affects with the spot you're in today, the knowledge you have, and what you're doing." And so with that said, I was like, okay, so I gotta make sure I go stupid hard these next two to three years to make sure I'm where I wanna be at for real and and not waste none of that, bro. Because this is like I don't wanna say this is your last chance, but this is your last chance to do it for free. You know what I'm saying? Like where it ain't no major dependencies on, on us, you know what I'm saying? Like where we got a lot more flexibility and freedom with our time where nobody else is claiming our time besides maybe a a woman. And so once kids come into the mix, once that ring, uh, first of all, we already got the woman. Well, once they get the ring, that's even more time you just gave. You know what I mean? And then you're going to add kids on top of that. So use the time we got now, bro, and be as productive as possible because it's for free right now. We can go to sleep when we want to, wake up when we want to. Ain't nobody responsible. You know what I'm saying? Like, once you got kids, they tell you when to wake up, for real. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your life is no longer your life. Exactly. Right. So, life is um, dedicated to building the life of some, of another human being. Bro. Like, but I ain't gonna cap, bro. Insane. I'm excited for that, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I'm excited. I'm excited for the next ten too. Yeah, like, I mean, I just I feel like just being able to help somebody else move on and and do the things and achieve the things that maybe my time has passed. That that for me is just awesome. I think that's dope. Yeah, I constantly take mental notes of like, okay, I'm gonna make sure I teach my kid this. Boom, I wish I knew this. Okay, boom, teach my teach my kid this. Now I'm make sure I'm, I'm having a lot more of them thoughts wanna... now. Like I don't oh, know. Yeah, a lot is. of them now. I'm having a lot of them. I want a kid, bro. Like right, I I would I would love to have a kid right now, but I just don't want all that responsibility. Like if I could just you know, spend time with that nigga when I want to, and then he just disappear like when I want to do what I want to do. Like, I'd be cool with that shit. But I'm, I'm, like, because I'm learning. I'm learning so much shit. I'm learning so much shit now as an adult that I wish I would have known sooner. And yeah. so now, when I learn some shit, I'm like, okay, yeah, make a note of that. This is almost shit. like you wish you could do it over. Like, damn, right. I wish I could run that back now that I know. And that. that's your kid. Right, you do yeah. it, and that's why, right. and that's why parents yeah. get so invested in their kids mm-hmm. and get so mad when kids don't end up. That's, 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 that's your duo. Sense, that's your yeah. That's your, that's your, that's your second life, chance. My second life. That's your second chance. You live vicariously <laughs> through your child and what they fail and they do great at. Or not even that. It ain't gotta be a second mm-hmm. chance. But this your you opportunity. Real quick. Yeah, you know what you wanted. <laughs> to, you know what yeah. you want. What you wanted. You have opportunity to give this to another human being, and 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 you're not gonna miss. You're not gonna miss out on that. You know what I'm saying yeah. to do that to do that to your kid would be a yeah. huge disservice. It, it, it would almost be like you failed. And so, like, 
that's why we gotta make sure we go through hard, bro. This last chance we get, because this what our kid gonna we gonna bring. What world we gonna bring our kid into? What life and what environment we gonna bring them into? That's all in our control right now, bro. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. in the world we live in, sort of, sort of, we don't know what the world gonna be like. What I'm saying is like environment. Like we have no idea that like, but just assuming yeah. we're alive, we're gonna live in a certain location. We're gonna eat a certain type of food. We're gonna True. have a certain type of house, certain vehicle. You know what I'm saying? And that's the environment that our kid is going to grow up in because that's what's immediate. They're not going to be out. We're going to coddle them in the house and in school. You know what I'm saying? So all the outside world shit, we're going to protect them from in the in the meantime while they're young. So um, that's why we got to go hard because what environment we want them to grow up in, bro, what we want them to have. Exactly. What kind of people we want them to be. Yeah. And so because you want to give them all the choices in the world that they can have because there's certain shit we couldn't do whether we wanted to or not, just because we were hindered by our environment. But, like, you take care of your shit, bro. Your kid can do literally whatever the fuck they want to do. And Crazy. it's probably going to be some shit that you wish they didn't do, but at least they had the choice. And so you know that they, at the end of the day, they happy. You know what I'm saying? And they making them choices. Yeah, and, on their own. And my last thing I wanted to say, just because this shit was cool, I remember I seen a video on Instagram, bro, and the nigga was talking. He was like, every day you have choices. You know what I'm saying? And what if one of you... There's one of you that's making the perfect choice every day, the correct choice. And there's one of you that is, you know, being lazy or procrastinating and stuff like that. And it was basically a video of a dude racing himself. But the one that was like kind of like he was running and he dropped down and did push-ups. And the other one, the other one was running and he, he dropped down to do push-ups, but he laid there for a little minute because he was tired. You know what I'm saying? And the other nigga kept it pushing and took off on him. And I try to like always think of that. Like, damn, what the other runs are doing? The one that woke up when the alarm first went off. Yo, the one that went to the gym the day when he was supposed to. Oh, I don't miss you know what I'm saying? Like, worried about that nigga. The nigga who ain't take that nap when he was he was just bored or, or a nigga when he, you know what I'm saying? The nigga like yeah. eating better. Like, I just always think of that. I'm like, damn, he beat my ass today. And it, and that's how you really get into that you versus you mentality, Brian. You can't, and then it's just, then it's all on you. Yep. That's a perfect, perfect example of what I do every day, essentially. <laughs> Perfect example. This is the one crazy. who don't do the push-ups. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, bro. I've been writing all this shit down. It's crazy. I really went hard on this episode for real, for real. Like, this is a hell of a way to start off the fucking season, bro. They're gonna be like, oh, the boy talking this season, bro. This season three. Somebody boy grew up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? They dig it back in the lab, man. That shit crazy. But um, yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I wanted to get on here and talk about how niggas can't go out to the club no more, but this shit we gotta talk about here so much better, bro. Y'all niggas, this is excellent. This episode one, season three. Uh, we back, man. Uh, like always, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. If y'all haven't already, go back, check out season two, go back, check out season one. It's good shit out there. And um, when y'all listen, be sure to comment, let us know what y'all think, uh, let us know your ideas and stuff. Let us know how we can improve, man. We always trying to get better at this shit. Uh, uh, we love y'all. Shit, this is No Question Podcast. Appreciate y'all. Yeah. Peace. Love.